Man, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of your favorite podcast, your favorite radio show, Radical Talks with Tia Darcell. Man, you already know what time it is. It's your girl, Tia Darcell. What y'all got going on today? What's happening in? How's everything going? What's been on your mind? Hit me up. Let's talk about it. Let's chop it up. We can chit-chat about anything. Y'all know I got an open-door policy. (laughs) But real talk, man, it it is my pleasure to be able to speak to you guys on today. And today, you know, I got the Radical Movements, Artists and Spotlight of the Week, but I really wanted to kind of do it a little different because God dropped one of my songs in my spirit. You feel me? So the song is called God Said No. And I'll give you a little background on the song just to introduce the song. Um, This is a song that I did like shortly after my um breakup with my my ex, excuse me, my ex-girlfriend at the time. And actually, who's one, who's my best friend now, we're actually going into ministry and a whole bunch of other things. So God is amazing. God is awesome. And I got I figured I was going to get a lot of slack for the song because of the lyrics. Um, it's nothing... There's nothing nasty about the song, you know, but, you know, God put it on my heart to release the song and the song actually got great feedback because of the transparency in the song and because the actual Holy Spirit led me to do this song because what I was doing, even at that time when I didn't even realize it, I was professing things out of my mouth, you know what I'm saying, which was actually walking out a part of my deliverance. But y'all already know that's another story for another day. We'll get into that in the end, but quick prayer god we love you god we appreciate you god all of you none of me today will be amazing as always because once you're leading the way we can't go wrong in the mighty master name of jesus we pray amen yo and let's get into this song the radical movements artists and spotlight of the week it's your girl man the one and only the radical one the name of the song is god said no let's go forget what though things change Oh I fell in love with your smile, but I knew you had a man and a girl. Fell in love with your smile, but I knew you had a man and a girl. Fell in love with your smile, but I knew you had a man and a girl. But little did we know God had other plans for me and her. Met you at the job, and we used to chill hard, kick the beach in every single day. Each other wrong to that real fly music Had me working on my gospel playlist Never felt the feeling that strong Had us really thinking that we was the one Deep down we knew better Cause our father he went and he sent his son To die on the cross for my sins And yours to include this in everyone People don't understand We was really couple goals And we plan to have a son Change our world around Got no regrets Cause I know we made the right choice and let you go cause I wanna see us grow And that wasn't the way to go Cause the only way to get to heaven is the Christ way Gotta take control, baby, put that flesh away And we gotta stay up in the word like all day Ain't no turning back even though They be like y'all video on that God kick But y'all really match each other fly And we be like, yeah, we know it's looking good But start looking through your natural eye Yeah, Fell in love with your smile, but I knew you had a man And a girl Fell in love with your smile, but I knew you had a man and a girl. Fell in love with your smile, but I knew you had a man and a girl. But little did we know God had other plans for me and her. Even though it took a minute for us to really get it, yeah, we had to let it all sink in. The decision that we made took our feelings out the way, but it helped us see brighter days. We ain't wanna live in sin, and we wanted God to win, so we knew we couldn't play no games. 
Now we trusting in this word and we living like the birds and I worry about a thing. We got it crazy, maybe wavy, super kind of faith like a boy might touch talking about. It ain't a person that can say that we out here being fake cause we covered by God's grace. We out here making moves, doing what we gotta do, trying to get the word to this world. We ain't babies in our faith, God has always made a way, don't get it twisted or be confused. He ain't really all that deep if you see us in the street, just know we making gospel moves. We done made a life change and we'll never be the same, so just let us do what we do. We on a mission just to get it, cause it ain't no competition when you let God lead the way. I fell in love with a smile, yeah I knew she had a man, but I loved her anyway. But see my God came in and he swooped down and he destroyed all of that. He replaced that with that agape love. That real unconditional love. Man, y'all already know how it go. What y'all think about the song? I ain't no different from nobody else, man. And the one thing about that song, though, that was one of the, the first songs that I actually recorded, though. So, you know, I have came a long way. I've come a long way. You know, my recording has gotten a whole lot better. So it was my production. But let's focus on the content here. But really, though, shout out to God for giving me the opportunity to present my music to you guys live and direct on the air. And I did want to uh, first kind of break that song down. We're going to do today a little different. I still got I still got some information to get. I still got some stuff I want to discuss concerning God's word, you know, and what he said about us. But, you know, I do want to kind of break that song down because living in the times that we're living in, you have to. You get what I'm saying? And the lyrics, they kind of controversial if you're not really in the right mindset if you're not looking at it from a spiritual aspect so look the hook says i fell in love with your smile but i knew you had a man and a girl i fell in love with your smile but i knew you had a man and a girl but little did we know god had other plans for me and her so pretty much y'all what that literally means is that just we when i wrote that part i was thinking about how we went from pretty much one sin to the next sin like when i started talking to um to her i was actually dating somebody i was actually talking to somebody else on the side <laughs> it's crazy man and then you know she had a boyfriend and she also well she had a husband i apologize and she had a girlfriend it sounds really bad y'all it really does and um but it's life i mean i can only be transparent with you guys and tell you guys the, the dumb things that i've done how the enemy had me blind but now my eyes have seen the glory and the coming of the sun you know god has been amazing to me and his grace and mercies are new every day and i'm forever grateful that he forgave me and that he chose me regardless you know what i'm saying i didn't even think twice about it because i realized who god was and it was just like how could i ever how could i ever switch up on him you get what i'm saying he didn't switch up on me even when i was in the midst of my mess he thought good enough for me to clean me up but i that ain't even a topic at hand but yeah i just wanted to talk about that and then we met at work right so give you a little, little background. I'm going to quickly read through these words, you know, and I'm hoping this is going to give somebody a revelation about some decisions that they have going on, um, some decisions that they need to make and just the life choices that we make and how we, we actually make ourselves be okay with our situations when in reality we know we out here doing the wrong thing. It says, I met you at the job and we used to cheer hard, kicked it each and every single day. We put each other on to that real fly music. You had me working on my gospel playlist. I never felt the feeling that strong had us really thinking that we was the one but see deep down we knew better because our father he went and he sent his son to die on the cross for my sins and yours to include this and everyone you heard that to include this sin and every other sin people don't understand we was really couple goals and we planned to have a son change our world around and we got no regrets because 
I know we made the right choice. I had to let you go because I want to see us grow. And that wasn't the way to go because the only way to get to heaven is the Christ way. We got to take control, bury and put that flesh away. And we got to stay up in the word like all day. Ain't no turning back even though they be like, y'all really on that God kick. But y'all really match each other fly. And we be like, yeah, we know it's looking good. But stop looking through your natural life. And what that is, is when we first met at work, what's crazy is after the fact that we started being friends, what brought us together is gospel music. Imagine that. So it was some irony in there. And I wanted to really share that with the world when I when I wrote this song. It wasn't all bad in a sense. You know, God was always in the midst of everything that we had going on. And then I also went on to say never felt the feeling that strong had us really thinking that we was the one. But deep down, we knew better because our father, he went and he sent our son. So the whole time that we were in a relationship, like literally, I, I know what it is now, the Holy Spirit and its conviction, you know, but at that time I wasn't giving in to no type of conviction. I was just doing what made my flesh feel good and do what made me feel like I can get over the hurt of my past. You get what I'm saying? But when you know better, you do better. So don't make the same mistake that we made and, and just stayed in the sin. You know what I'm saying? It was like four years in the sin. And, and, and the whole time you feeling like, man, I'm wrong. I know this wrong. You get what I'm saying? This ain't the right thing that I should be doing, but I stayed in it anyway. But then let's say it together. But God, we made a choice. Now, right now, I'm going to tell you what today's subject is. The choice is yours. That's what we're going to talk about today. And that's why I chose this song. I want to let you in on my life, let you in on the situation, tell you why I was doing what I was doing. But then I had to make a choice because the choice was mine. And I'm going to tell you about the choice that I made. You know, changed our world around. Got no regrets because I know we made the right choice. I had to let you go because I want to see us grow. And that wasn't the way to go. See, we already knew what it was. We both grew up in this church. You did what I'm saying? Like, we both already had a relationship with God prior to. But, see, I had a lot of church hurt going on because I was a teen mom. And my church kind of kicked me to the curb growing up. And it really broke me down. So, I really wanted to run away from the church. But church was all I knew back then. Her as well. Her mom was a pastor. So, you know, it's real. It's a real sticky situation because once you, once you low God, you know, it's really real when they say train up a child when they're young, you know, and in the end they want to depart from you because they might stray away, but you're going to come back eventually. And I'm a living witness to that. Even in my adulthood, it took me until I was like 30 plus years old to come back, but I came back. I all praises to the most high God. You, you get what I'm saying? And when we were together, we always dressed alike. We always did everything together. So people on the other side of the world was looking at us like, man, they really happy. Their kids are happy together. They go to church together. They pray together. You know, they dress alike. They always on vacation. That's why I said we was really couple goals. And we literally was talking about having a son because I wanted a son. And, you know, based on the parameters of the relationship, she's like, okay, if you want a son, you know, we can have a son. But I really want a daughter. But in reality, that's so twisted and wrong because – how can two women have kids? You get what I'm saying? That's another story for another day too, but I'm trying to get you to understand who I am, where I came from and who I am now. So that's where that part came in. And then like on the second verse, I wrote that second verse months after we had split up simply because I originally, you know, gave up on the song in the beginning, but I was like, nah, God was like, you're going to finish that song. So I really did. I went back and I did that second verse. And that's after we had already went through a little bit of the ringer, you know, the breaking up and, and dealing with the emotional attachments and, and, and the lack thereof and not wanting to let it go and the back and forth. It says, even though it took a minute for us to really get it, yeah, we had to let it all sink in. The decision that we made took our feelings out the way, but helped us see brighter days. We ain't want to live in sin, and we wanted God to win, so we knew we couldn't play no games. Now we trusting in his words, and we living like the birds, and don't worry about a thing. 
We got that crazy, maybe wavy, super kind of faith, like our boy Mike Todd talking about. It ain't a person that can say that we out here being fake because we covered by God's grace. We out here making moves, doing what we got to do, trying to get the word to this world. We ain't babies in our faith. God has always made a way. Don't, don't get it twisted or be confused. It ain't really all that deep. If you see us in the street, just know we're making godly moves. We done made that life change, and we'll never be the same. So just let us do what we do. We on a mission just to get it, because it ain't no competition when you let God lead the way. I fell in love with a smile. Yeah, I knew she had a man, but I loved her anyway. So the moral of that second verse is, like, yo, we was going through so much stuff, y'all, like arguing, fussing, cussing, like fighting, like all kind of crazy stuff, because the enemy had such a stronghold on us. That was such an emotional attachment that we didn't know how to let it go. And instead of us um, talking it out, you know, praying it out and doing these things, like we literally had to separate for months with no conversation at all, simply because it was tearing us apart instead of pulling us together. And, and, and the word of God says you have to come out from among them. You get what I'm saying? So, but we thought we could do it in our own might. But see, it wasn't working. It was hurting us more than it was helping us. But see, once we made that decision, once we really got out and said, okay, God, we're really choosing you. Okay, God, I'm not going back. Okay, God, there's nothing that nobody could ever do that could take me back to where I was. Now, now before this verse was written, we did a little back and forth now. We did. I'm not going to tell you and say, hey. From that day on, we never fell again. We never got back to get, we didn't get back into a relationship, but we had some encounters. You get what I'm saying? But after after a while, you know, it gets played out simply because you feel like you're shortchanging God. I mean, if I made a decision, I'm going to give him my whole life. I might as well go all in. So that's how we end up getting to the point where it's like, yo, we done made a life change and we will never be the same. So please just let us do what we do. Because it was hard for people to understand that, yo, they really friends now. Yo, they really out here pre trying to preach and teach the gospel of God. You know what I'm saying? They really out gospel of Jesus Christ. They really out here doing what they supposed to do. They started a whole ministry, transparency and true. God has to be at the center of that. It, it can't be nobody but nobody but God. But it all started with a choice, though, y'all. The choice is yours. You got to take that choice serious. You got to understand who you are and who you are and what's on the line. You really got to take into consideration what's on the line. And I got I got a notepad today, so you already know what time it is. <laughs> I got I got some things that I've learned over the past couple of weeks. And, and, and I've actually gained... Um, I started uh, watching um, Minister Stephanie Ike. She's out of uh, L.A. Uh, she's one of the... Ex she's actually the executive pastor at um, the Potter's House 1 L.A., um, in Los Angeles. So shout out to her. I really love the Potter's house. Um, Bishop TD Jakes has some great people preaching at all of his churches. So God is amazing for that. You, you don't, you don't only get to get the word from Bishop, but you get to get the word from everybody else that's attached to him. So that, that's a good thing. But what I did though, y'all, the choice is yours. I want you to always keep that in mind today while we having this conversation, while we having this dialogue, because I had to think about it. I had to really think that God called me by my name. You get what I'm saying? God set me apart. I had to accept that I'm chosen. And I'm sure the same thing went for her, but now I'm going to focus on me. I just want to give you a little backdrop and probably try to help you understand why God probably dropped a song in my spirit. Because I realized that I'm God's responsibility. You get what I'm saying? God will fulfill the word that he has concerning my life. You get what I'm saying? And I, I realized I couldn't be on the fence with it all. Like you can't not have this 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 thing that your flesh desires, this 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 perverted 
thing that your flesh desires and choose God at the same time. Because I can look back on it now and say, you know, you know, the scripture says you can't be lukewarm. You got rather you be hot or cold. But at that time, like I was still going to church faithfully. We was at like we was at the church at the 8 a.m. service. We were there for prayer before the church. You get what I'm saying? Paying our tithes. We actually, um, we got baptized at the same time. We joined the church at the same time. We got the evidence of speaking a tongue at the same time. Shout out to my church. I know I'm always shout out my church. I love my church. Um, Dr. Creflo and um, Pastor Taffy Dollar, um, World Changes Church International in Atlanta off of Birdhead Road. <laughs> but yeah, y'all, I really had to take a take take some time out and understand that God chose me for a reason. Like what what's so good about me that God saw? I still don't know. You get what I'm saying? But it's amazing how God can look at us even in our filth, even at our dirtiest moment and still see perfection. Like I can't even, I can't even fathom what, what God was thinking when he created me. You understand what I'm saying? Because I had to understand that my indecisiveness was kind of like me dishonoring God. You know, the Bible does say that all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord. And are called according to his purpose. So pretty much I had to choose to get into alignment with God's purpose for my life. God's purpose for my life was not to be with that woman. You get what I'm saying? God's purpose for my life was to first fulfill his. You get what I'm saying? To do what he called me to do. To be the woman of God that would stand up, be bold, and declare that Jesus is Lord. No matter what type of feedback I get. No matter how many people dislike me. No matter how many friends I lose. I still have to choose God. So now, now keep in mind, when I made this choice, <laughs> I knew it wasn't going to be easy, y'all. But I didn't, hey, the warfare is real, you know, but I serve a big God and he do big things. So I'm not afraid anymore. So, you know, now that I'm maturing more and more in my faith each day, as I dig deeper into my word and work on my relationship and fellowship with God, it, it takes it to a whole nother level. And I'm learning how to remain humble in spite of everything that's going on. You get what I'm saying? Because when your steps are ordered, the presence of God is with you. Now, that's something that I learned from um, Stephanie Ike. When your steps are ordered, the presence of God is with you. And anything that goes against the word of God is false. Because, see, sometimes you got to take a second and realize who's talking to you. Who's speaking to me? Is that God? Is that the enemy? But, see, that all comes into play when you choose God. Because that's when you start working on your discernment. And there's nothing that you can do in your own might. When I say work on your discernment, I mean work on your relationship with God. Because you have to say these things. God, I thank you so much that I have hearing ears. God, I thank you so much that I have seeing eyes. God, I only want to see what you want me to see, God. I only want to hear things the way that you would have me to hear them, God. I only want to speak out of my mouth the words that you would have me to speak to your people, God. You have to really speak these things because after you make that choice, it's like you enter into a whole nother league man it, like you got to step your game all the way up and then I felt like I was doing God an injustice because originally I came over here to the uh you know on this Christian rock rededicating my life real shy like but then you know of course it said God did not give us a spirit of fear but a power and of love and a sound mind now when I was in the world I was wild and living my best life didn't care who I offended I mean didn't care about how people felt to a certain extent but my point is I went hard I was bold so I had to get to a point where it's like okay Tia you bold over there but you want to come over here acting like that 
And then I thought about it when, when I started following Sophia Ruff and she was like, yo, you got to be gangster in the spirit if you was gangster in the street. And Prophetess Keisha Cephas, she said the same thing. Like, you can't come over here trying to act all shy and timid. When, when, when we out here fighting against the kingdom of darkness, like this is what comes with the territory. So I had to remind myself of this each and every day. And I had to take into consideration who I was and whose I was. And that meant to let God lead. That meant understanding that you're nothing without God. But God is still everything without you, Tia. <laughs> Imagine that. Me being nothing without God, but God still being everything with me. And I also realize, see, if we let God, he will still correct us even when we set our mind on something wrong. Because I was dead set, y'all, on living my life like that as long as I could. As long as I could. She and I had made an agreement. We was like, look. I can't let it go. You can't let it go. And God going to have to come down him, him down here himself. Sit in our lap and be like, look, y'all got to split up. And we we meant that. Like, we, we, we meant that at that time. But, you know, God was like, okay, you want to do it your way? Cool. Go ahead on. Try it your way, fam. And, and, and that's what happened. That's the same thing that happened to... Um, who God, who was that in the Bible? Uh, I think that was King David because he wanted to build a temple for the Lord. But then God had sent the prophet Nathan. And he was like, nah, uh-uh, this not, it's not your responsibility to build a temple. Your son is going to build a temple. So you got to chill out and let God be God. Because I tell y'all all the time, like, like Bizzle say, God's going to be God with or without you, honestly. But your father is still your father, even if you decide to leave. Y'all come on now. Don't get me to preaching. <laughs> But now you have to really take into consideration what God has for you. And you have to take your relationship with God serious. Like you can even go, you can even go from not reading your Bible to reading your Bible a little bit. I tell y'all that all the time. It's about progression, not perfection. And I'm not perfect still to this day. And I never will be. I tell everybody that I encounter, I still make mistakes. I'm not embarrassed of my mistakes because it says a just man falls seven times, but he get back up. So who am I? I don't even, I adjust, man. You know, it's not gender specific, but the point is like, you're going to fall. You could be doing everything that you think is right, living your life according to how God would have you to live it, but you're still going to make mistakes. You are still going to encounter obstacles, difficulties, tragedies. People are going to die. Look around us right now, man. COVID-19 is, is on a, is running wild. Not just that, all the injustice is being done, all, all the racial issues that we're having right now, all the crime, period, in general, all the murders. It's like everybody killing everybody out here. So that's why I know right now is the time like never before for the kingdom to stand up. Everybody in the kingdom needs to stand up. You got to make a choice because the choice is yours because I know for sure it's a lot of Christians that have been Christians for a very long time and we've gotten complacent. We feel like, oh, man, long as I'm paying my tithes, you know, long as I'm tuning in on Sunday, getting a good word, I'm good. That's how the Lord requires of me. Nah, that ain't it. Mm-mm. You got a lot. You got a lot more than that. Matthew 28, the Great Commission. We supposed to be doing all of that. God didn't say when, when the pandemic come to stop doing that. God didn't say when somebody get murdered to stop doing that. That's when we should tap in even more. And I don't want to sound like I'm being insensitive, but I would never be insensitive. But I want you guys to know that we still have a job to do. Like, I tell you this, man. When God told that man in the Bible, when he told her, it's like, yo, let the dead bury the dead. He was like, yo, can I just go bury my father? God's like, nah. 
when you come over here, when you come and live a life with me, you give your life up. It's no longer your life. It belongs to me. And I was like, man, that's deep. So this ain't even my life, no more. <laughs> Excuse me, y'all. So this ain't my life? So when I gave it up, I said, God, for God I live and for God I die. And you know what's crazy is what you think is costing you is not really costing you because that is not your truth. You are still the clay being shaped and formed into the perfect you that God had in mind. Now that's you. So during trying times, so you're not even losing you. You haven't even met you yet because we all got to go through the fire. I love that song by Maverick City Music, The Refiner. Like the fire reveals what is true, the real you. You get what I'm saying? Like a prime example of that is kind of like, okay, when um Jesus died on the cross, right? But then he got resurrected, you know? And then, but once he got resurrected, he was better than before. He got a name that was above all names. That was the real him. So if you really take a second and think about it, Jesus Christ died, you know, his body and all of that. But see, when he came out, he came out this perfect person like never before. So what does that, what does that say about us? We're not Jesus, but we got the Holy Spirit living inside of us. We are, we are direct representatives. You look at us, you're supposed to see God. That's why it's so important for us to study the gospel. Because if we don't know how Jesus was when he was on the earth, how can we possibly be a reflection of Jesus? Like somebody going to have to make it make sense to me. But see, once you go through that fire like he did, man, his fire was crazy, man. I, I We probably wouldn't even made it through. Ain't no problem in it. We wouldn't have made it through. But God, all praises to the most high. Because there's no way that we could have taken on what God took on when he sent, sent his son Jesus to die for our sins. We barely can handle our own sins. So imagine all of your neighbor's sins, your kids' sins, your entire bloodline sins on top of everybody else and their entire bloodline sins. Man, come on. Let's be realistic here. But see, that's why he did all that, so we didn't have to. But see, the greatest thing that God gave us was free will. He wants us to choose him every single day. It warms my heart to know that I live a life that's pleasing to God. You know, you're going to have people that come against your lifestyle. You're going to have people that want to hold you to your past. You're going to have people that want you to just be who you used to be. You're going to have people that want to bring old things out of you. But see, the devil is a lie. That's why you have to surround yourself with kingdom like-minded individuals. That's going to pour into you. That's going to uplift you. That's going to motivate you. You got to you got to you got to surround yourself with people that made the same choice that you did. Now, that doesn't mean you're not supposed to pour into other people that hasn't chosen that have not chosen God. That have not chosen Jesus. That's not what I'm saying. But your immediate circle, you know, everybody know God had, Jesus had like what? The disciples. And then he had the 12. Well, he had the ones that he was close to, James, John, James and John, them, you know. So after them, he had the rest of them. And then he had the, like the 70. Read your Bible, it'll bless you. I wouldn't tell you no lie, but I want you to read it for yourself. Because it's a story in there that can relate to every part of your life. 
See, the world wants you to get into this white man religion and, you know, the Bible's been rewritten. But see, that's when you got to stand firm and flat-footed on your faith and stick to the choice that you made. And look, okay, God blessed us with this blueprint for a reason. When I say blueprint, I mean the Holy Bible. Now, it must be some really valuable information in here. Because the Bible is the one book that's been around, if I'm not mistaken, so long. Longer than most books. Longer than any book that I know of. So it got to be something in that we need. But see, you got to make the choice. You got to choose God. Like, I'm on here. and I, I don't mind coming over here begging and pleading, you know. Saying how good God is. How he blessing me each and every day. You know, I thank God that I'm above and not beneath. That I'm the head and not the tail. You know, the lender and not the borrower. But see, these are all a part of the things that come with choosing God. Because once you choose God, it comes with a lot of blessings and promises. Mm-hmm. Whole lot of them. That's why I tell you all the time to read your Bible, it'll bless you because God's promises are and always will be yes and amen. And, and one thing that will never return void is the word of God. But John says that what is the word? In the beginning was the word and the word was God. So God is the word. So saying you don't believe in the Bible is like saying you don't believe in God. Now, I'm not trying to get all deep and technical and be no Bible thumper, you know, and try to beat you up about it. But I want you to understand because the word that we're living in, we got a lot of false teachers coming forth. There's going to be a lot, a, lot, a lot of false prophecies that's being brought. It's in the word. So you got to understand truly what the word of God says, whether you're starting off reading a Bible plan, a chapter a day, two, three scriptures a day. It doesn't matter. Just get in it. That just that just boils the devil's blood that you even picking up your Bible, you know, and, and now we so spoiled. We got the Bible up, man, it read to you. And if you don't want to read King James, you got the new King James, you got the NLT, you got the NIV, the message, the Amplify, the CSB. Like, yo, it's so many different Bible formats out there. So, like, if you still got an excuse, like, come on, man, don't do that. Don't do that. Because we do so much in our free time now. So you spend time doing everything else. Give God a little bit of your time. I mean, you owe him a tenth of your time anyway. Hey, hey, I'm just saying, I'm just a messenger. Don't shoot me. But I love y'all, man. I just really want us all to win out here. I want my people to understand how much God loves them. I want my people to understand to make a choice to choose God is the greatest decision that you could ever make in your life. No, it won't be easy. Yes, it's going to be hard sometimes. But even in the midst of that, it's still going to be glory after that little situation. All God wants is your yes. God wants us to trust him. God wants to know that we're trustworthy. He, he wants to know that we're able to and we're willing to lean on him in the midst of any situation. And see, it took, it took a couple of times for me to fully understand what it meant to trust God. Because once you make that choice, the enemy's going to come at you from left, right, up, down, sideways. So that's why I'm always open to pray for anybody, to pray with somebody, prayer requests. It doesn't matter because I have my own issues, but I am a servant of God. Oh, I dropped my phone, my bad, y'all. I am a servant of God. I'm here to do what he called me to do. And my little problems, oh, God going to handle them. God got me. And God got you. That's what I'm saying. That's why I tell all of my associates, all of my people that, you know what I'm saying, whenever they're going through a situation, I tell them, God, you got it because God's got you. Small thing to a giant. It's, it's no big deal because you can overcome this.
See, once you choose God, you got a man, you got a whole giant slayer in your corner. You got a whole demon slayer in your corner now. You got the undefeated champion in your corner. You feel me? Like I'm not talking about in, in, in America. I'm not talking about in your state. I'm talking about that has ever existed. Known to mankind, the great creator, the great I am. Like, am I gassing him up enough? I'm trying to. Cause I need you to understand what I'm saying. Once you choose God, it's over with. I'm talking about it's over with. Like every everything seems so small. But see, you gotta understand the enemy is a perverter. He's gonna try to blow everything up. All he wanna do is get in your mind, cause you to lose focus. And throw you off track. But see, I come against that right now today in the mighty name of Jesus. You will be focused. You will do and be everything that God created you to be. When you look in the mirror and you see yourself, you're going to see God's favorites. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God really don't have no favorites. But see, that's how that's how much you should know God loves you. Because you're looking at yourself like, man, God loves me so much. I'm his favorite. He, everybody, we, we all his favorites, but see, I tell myself that because that helps me to realize how real this bond is because in order for somebody to be my favorite, I got to really rock with them. And what I mean by rock with them, I got to love them unconditionally from the bottom of my heart. And now where I'm at in life, I, I truly got love for God's people. But see, I need you to understand that God looks at you and he sees something special. I'm serious. Like, when he look at you, he sees you exactly how he created you. You're supposed to look just like that. So don't let nobody tell you otherwise. See, we got a lot of people out here because they didn't accomplish their dreams, because they was too scared to jump. They want to try to, you know what I'm saying, deter you from doing that, deter you from taking that first step. But see, it all starts with making a choice. The choice is yours, king. The choice is yours, queen. And it all starts with you. And once you make that choice, the next step is getting your study on. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with God. Oh, my God, it's such a beautiful feeling. Everybody deserves to experience. And that's exactly why I'm going to always be a mouthpiece for the kingdom. Because I feel like we deserve to take the culture back for God. When I say the culture, I'm talking about everything. The music industry, the TV industry, movie industry. I'm talking about from books. Like anything you could think of. Our job is to draw, to destroy the kingdom of darkness. Like, that's what God put us here for. Because that's ultimately what our purpose is. Everybody has a different calling. But our purpose is individually, collectively, all boils down to destroying the kingdom of darkness. You want to know why? Because God knows that we can do it. And you want to know how he knows? Because he created us. You got to be able to go to the manufacturer to see what you actually put here to do. Tap into that greatness that's inside of you. You already took the first step. If you're listening to me, you already made a choice. The choice is yours. But now you got to stick to it. You got to walk it out. That's just like getting up every day to go to work when you don't even feel like going to work. That's how I have to treat reading my Bible sometimes. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Sometimes you got to force yourself to do it. In life, you have to do things that you don't want to do. And I'm learning that as you mature, the things that you need to do are generally the things that you don't want to do, even when it comes down to eating healthy. 
Man, majority of the healthy food is disgusting. I don't care what nobody say. Uh, don't nobody want to eat grass all day long. Okay, no shade to anybody because I'm starting to do it too. But my point is, it's like once you get mature enough, you stop worrying about how it tastes. And you realize the long-term effects that it have on your body because you want to live and not die. That's the same thing how it goes with reading your Bible, spending time with God. You got to do this because you want to remain in him. It said, he said, if you draw near to him, he'll draw near to you. You know how good of a feeling it is to have God draw near to you? I can imagine how David felt when God still chose to draw near to him when he slept with Bathsheba. When he killed that lady's husband, man, he killed Bathsheba's husband. I mean, he had consequences to his action for sure. You know what I'm saying? God took away the child, the first child that he had with Bathsheba. But see, here's the thing, though. Listen to this. Listen to this. This is the beauty of it. When I said God draws near, if you draw near, David was still seen as a man after God's own heart, even after his shortcomings, even after his flaws. Now, our shortcomings and our flaws are lessons that we have to learn from. You know what I'm saying? We go through things so that we can learn our lessons. We don't we don't take losses anymore. We're taking lessons. Yo, shout out to Ben Forgiven. He got a dope song coming out, Losses and Gains. But uh, quick plug for my boy. But, yeah, you got to understand, like, it's a lesson. And what we also got to stop doing as the people of God is, like, just because you you learned your lesson in a situation, like, you can't make somebody feel bad because they left while you was learning your lesson. It's no requirement for somebody to stay now. <laughs> your lesson is your lesson. You know, God sometimes does put it on somebody's heart to deal with it. Because God is a good God. He's a forgiving God. You know? But see, some stuff in life is seasonal. And some stuff is permanent. So it's up to you to use your discernment to dictate what it is for you. But the choice is yours. It's important to understand that having a choice, y'all, is so important. A lot of people don't have choices. You got people in other countries that have to, like, pray and, and worship God underground and hide and all that other type of stuff because, you know, that religion is not, well, they don't rock with Christianity in a lot of places. But you got some people that are still willing to put their life on the line because they chose God. You got to do the same. I got to do the same. We got to make a decision and stick with it. That's why I chose to lead a lifestyle alone because I chose God. And I'm going all the way in for God. I'm still learning. I'm still I'm still reading the Bible every day. You know, I'm still trying to be great. <laughs> but see, I know who I am and I know who I know whose I am. And see, that's why the enemy's so mad. Once you realize who you are, he already know that you are forced to be reckoned with. And I'm not talking about on no cocky, arrogant stuff. I'm talking about the the blessings that God has in store for you based on your obedience when you move how god tells you to move you can't lose and god has placed so much power and authority inside of us we gotta tap into that we gotta stop being afraid we gotta stop being so quiet and i'm not saying like i tell people all the time like you ain't gotta go on the radio like i do and tell all your business and be that transparent no this walk isn't for everybody but you can share your story with your family you can share your story with your close friends. You can be honest with the people around you and hopefully save somebody in the generation that's coming after you. Trust God. He going to tell you when it's the most opportune time to say whatever it is that he places on your heart. 
Like even now, a lot of the times I have no idea what I'm gonna say to y'all. I know the topic. I have notes. But God always sometimes, man, the Holy Spirit shifts the entire trajectory of the show. I just had to go with it. Because I'm grateful that he loves me enough to still do that. Because I made a choice. But y'all already know, man. I just wanted to touch bases with y'all. Tap into my family. Let y'all know that I love y'all. You know, and, and I'm hoping to switch things up next week. It's going to be a surprise, but I'm hoping to give you a totally different aspect of me, you know, as far as what God has placed inside of me to bring to the table. And I always, I'm going to say this until I can't say it anymore. Shout out to Jam OKC86. I'm grateful for this opportunity. Shout out to everybody that has a show on right now. Y'all continue to rock with us. The station is building up. You know, God is doing amazing things. I'm so grateful to be a part of the team because, see, you got to stay down for the come up. Understand me when I say because you being faithful, pouring into the radio station, God God has a lot of stuff going on. It's a lot of anointing in favor of God that, that's within these airwaves. And we are grateful and we will, we are more than willing to pour into you guys everything that God places inside of you, inside of us. I'm sorry. So we thank y'all for y'all support. But y'all, make the choice and stick with it. Be obedient to God. Love on God because he loves on you. And don't let anybody knock you off of that wave. That when I say that wave, that the happy place, that place of peace. The word of God said he left us with some peace that surpasses all understanding. Do you know how chill that is? Do you know how chill that is? Peace that surpasses all understanding. My God, I'm so serious. Like, whoa, like that's that sounds so good and it feels even better. <laughs> real quick i had a little situation today like i was starting to get irritated like and i felt myself getting irritated and then i said you know what wait a minute to you stop bring it back to the drawing board because i wasn't feeling that peace <laughs> i wasn't feeling that peace that pat that surpassed all understanding y'all but once i calmed down i got into a place of worship it all came right back we just got to make a choice. That's what I'm saying. You dictate the outcome. God has given you everything that you need. All you have is all you need. And I'm always here for y'all, man, because you want to know why? I love y'all. The right way, the wrong way, the long way, and the strong way. And you just tuned in to a brand new episode of Radical Talks with Tia Darcel. And I'm out.